bags. Baby, that's all, right, all we need. Clap on 50. Who? Did Marcus clap? Yeah. Okay. I trust you, Marcus. I didn't look, but I trust you. There, there's, there's video evidence. Well, we can't go back in, in the video call. <laughs> Are you recording all these calls, Marcus, for yeah. posterity? Uh, I should. Sure. I should record these things on OBS or whatever, and just like... Yeah. I don't know what I'd do with them. <laughs> Put them on the Patreon. Well, uh, eventually, there'll be a, a, a criminal evidence in a court case. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll have it all. I'm going to trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we find it? Why do you guys keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where better. no one in the world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. New Orleans and New York. The Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alienos Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And it's ugh, the moisture magician, Marcus. Mm. For listeners, Marcus, ever since we got onto our remote call we do, he's been asleep in his chair, mm-hmm. and he just awoke after yeah. I said I'm <sighs> Seth. So we, right. we've actually been worried he was even going to be a part of this broadcast. Listen, don't, don't spoil the drama, guys. Jeez. Marcus, you look like Metapod right now. Met- yeah. Metapod is like a shiny golden robot with big old things coming out of his head. Who the fuck are you Who talking you about? Metapod, Metapod is. Oh, shit. <laughs> my, brain, my brain converted that to, to Meta-B from, uh, from that fighting robot anime. Metabots. Yeah. Woo! Man, it's like I had a stroke or something. Yeah, no. Did you? Because yeah. you could have. But then again, Metapod's green, so... And the towel you're wearing is basically green. This, yeah. is, this is clearly... I'm referring more to your general color. shape and yeah. the fact that you just are all cooned up in that thing. Yeah, and you're kind of... Oh, okay. And you're, you know, you're punched forward, so you kind of make the C shape that he makes. Man, so, I, yeah. I would have gone with a Kakuna, you know, similar Pokemon, but, you know... I, I, I Kakuna is trashed here, Metapod. Whoa. Wow. Oh, man. This is Whoa, gonna, this is going to cause a big rift in the podcast. Beedrill? More like be... Be still and stay away from me. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Get out of here. Butterfree will butterfree those nuts on your forehead, son. Uh, yeah. Butterfree? Right, yes. better, more like butter be in the other room because he's boring <laughs> as hell. <laughs> I've been playing. I've been playing a Pokemon Moon recently, and Butterfree is an insane Pokemon. Yo. He gets like so many goddamn moves. Every fucking level, there's a new fucking move this guy to learn. He can do every status effect. It's insane. Butterfree, don't sleep on Butterfree. It's all That's the same. Right. Sleep powder, nice. poison powder. You're playing yep. play Pokemon Moon. How's that going? It's pretty good. I'm enjoying it. Like nice Hawaiian theme. Yeah, your your Pokemon Moon playthrough is probably the most eventful thing that's happened in the past week. I haven't read any news. <laughs> Has anything happened? <laughs> There's a little, there's a little thing that happened. Seth, you may have heard of this. I don't know. I guess you didn't. Yeah. So on on January sixth, uh, a bunch of people tried to attack the U.S. Capitol and were somewhat successful. I would say. A lot of the newspapers and stuff call it a st- they stormed the Capitol, but the videos I saw seem to indicate they were led into the Capitol. Yeah, it's actually really funny that I saw a video where a, a Capitol guard literally just opens the gate. He's just like, okay. He, he, and there's, it's not, he doesn't have any backup either. There's just like one guy there. He's just looking around like, okay, I guess I got to let him in. I mean, what am I going to do? So he just lets <laughs> them all in. I mean, that was the, the peak of security that we got. I mean, until that lady got dropped, which yeah. I got to say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make any comments about how funny I thought it was or anything. I'm just going to say that we have never gotten a video that clear of someone just getting straight up shot and killed. And it was, there was like three different angles. We never yeah. get that. So I got to say, the, the the production people who are on set deserve some credit. Because we really got to see this thing happen. 
Now, what I got to say about this whole thing, you're talking about, talking about deaths that happened during the thing, because I think four people did die. Five, yeah. if you count that pig that died. Yeah. Um, the funniest one to me is a lady from our home state, Georgia, whoop, whoop, nice. Kennesaw, who uh, was trampled to death while holding a don't tread on me flag. Which is, I mean, you can't write it any better than that. Except for, the speaking of Georgia, the people who were there who had the Georgia flag but didn't yeah. realize there was a country named Georgia, <laughs> so they had the wrong flag. Yes. Like, that's like, Georgia's flag? Amazing. I was like, why are they, what is, why is the flag of the country of Georgia here? <laughs> I mean, it's, what happened that day was a bunch of the stupidest people in the whole world decided to get together and the the even funnier part about it all is what their plan was. Apparently, they're, they're like if if everything would have gone to plan, which they obviously knew it wasn't going to. What were they going to do? They were going to take everyone hostage and then try and instate Trump as president for four more years, and then all just peace out and go home. Yeah. What was <laughs> what was the end goal of all this? Like, if they would have won, what would it have looked like? I think the plan was to take Congress hostage. And forced them to admit that the election was fraudulent. And after that, I think they expected Trump to stride out on the, the, the north lawn of the White House, arms held out of the side, and become anointed by God. Yeah, doing the, the two-hand <laughs> shake on the shoulders. I think they literally expected for, like, golden armor to appear on his body and him to ascend into the heavens to, to rule America forever. Yeah. Um, and that is funny to crazy. think about. That I highly doubt anybody there had a clear goal of what their end game was. And then the funniest thing in the world, it just puts a, a nail, it just hits the nail on the head with irony, is that after that lady got shot, they were all like, they fucking shot her. They can't do this. This is this is against the law. You can't just kill people. And I'm like, but the, the Black Lives Matters people have been protesting that for years. And you guys didn't seem to have any problem with that. Right. And now they... And the, the best part is there was an interview with a guy who was like literally right next to her who like had his blood on, had her blood on his hands. And he was like, it was either me or her and they chose her. And I'm like, who, who are you making this narrative up for? We all saw the video. She climbs over everyone to get there. There was no yeah. one else who was going to get shot at that moment. And they're trying to make this big thing. Like she's some kind of martyr. I'm like, no, she's an idiot. And the funniest thing is she did like five tours in the air force just to get killed by Capitol security police. I mean, what what it was i don't know it was it was so shocking <laughs> that all of this what's, happened what's really funny is that there is that first of all that lady uh, did 14 years in the air force and graduated or was discharged at e4 which means she climbed the ladder exactly none <laughs> she was too stupid to rise up the ranks in the air force yeah which is where we send all the really dumb people to serve and then you gotta you gotta think about the fact that she died for a stupid reason, doing something stupid, right? And today I just saw that <laughs> her husband and and their live-in girlfriend found out her death on the TV. Wow. Wow. But my favorite thing now is that is that right-wing people are uh, claiming this was all Antifa. That, that Antifa <laughs> yeah, that it was all that... actors. <laughs> the Antifa, it was Antifa and actors out there making all this stuff up. Yeah. They I mean, infiltrated it. We gotta we gotta pay respect to the new Nicolas Cage. His name is Via Getty, and yep. he stole a podium. <laughs> <laughs> okay, his name is not Via Getty, but the internet thought that it was because when you get an image from Getty Images, you say Via Getty. This man stealing a podium. So the whole internet was convinced that this man who there is no way his name would be Via Getty. <laughs> was yeah. named Via Getty. <laughs> Via getting that podium. And then uh-huh. another funny thing was a bunch of the one like the guys who ended up getting arrested that Via Getty included, they they must have had some mass text chain going where they were all like, "Hey guys, shave off your facial hair. They'll never know it's you." Because every one of these guys who got arrested shaved their beards. They all had beards and had shaved them. And I guess their master plan was they'll never figure it out. I look completely yep. different without my beard. Sorry. Did they forget about their the tattoos they were showing all <laughs> throughout their little Oh, did you guys see why they thought that Antifa was doing this? No. Oh, why? 
because one guy has a tattoo on the palm of his hand in a, in a, a, a picture, and they were like, "Oh God, that's a Stalin uh, tattoo." You know what a tattoo is, guys? Probably ZZ Top. <laughs> it's the tattoo of the outsider from Dishonored. No fucking way. <laughs> it's, the, it's the fucking outsider symbol. That is, Antifa. <laughs> that is upsetting to a massive fan of the Dishonored franchise like me that oh, no. they were representing us so poorly out there. Oh, God. I saw that picture, dude, them circling. Like, look at this. Look at this Antifa Stalin symbol. And it's li- I was just like, oh, God, he's worse. He's a gamer. <sighs> but, yeah. Oh, man. Also, the guy. Remember the guy, the famous dude the, with the with the bear hat and all that who's running around? The, the, the QAnon shaman, he calls himself. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he got arrested, uh, obviously, because he was running around shirtless in the Capitol uh, uh, breaking things. And the funny part I just saw is he hasn't eaten any food in prison since Friday because they won't feed him all organic food. Ah, oh, damn. Wow. And his reason, by the way, it's not because he's a health nut. Oh, no, no. He thinks that processed food has stuff in it that lets the government track you. Damn. And I think it's funny that a man who is currently confined to a single cell is, <laughs> is worried about being tracked. tracked. <laughs> they know who you are. It's dog. There's no mystery. God. Did they let him keep his cell phone? Like, shit. <laughs> there was a guy who was arrested who was the son of a Supreme Court justice from uh, New York State. It's just... What here's the thing. They, they, people want to build this narrative about blue-collar Trump supporters breaking out of the White House. But so far, everyone arrested has been like a jet ski, you know, fucking uh, dealership owner, yeah. you know? Or a lumber manufacturer. Or the CEO of that Black Rifle Coffee Company. Hmm. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's just so funny that I even saw one because um, a lot a lot of airlines were actually able to classify these guys as terrorists, so they were able to kick them off the flights if they had proof they were there. So one guy got kicked off, and I mean, complete like you're talking about. You know, if you're saying I'm going to go to the Capitol, I'm going to change our democratic process by myself. You you ha- you need to at least have the appearance of being a tough person as soon as he gets kicked off the flight he is literally crying like a baby and is like they're trying to ruin my life fuck these people they're like and he's in tears like an actual child throwing a tantrum when it's like what did you expect what do you think domestic terrorism is like you're an ins- you're insane if you think you're just gonna go back to your regular life if anyone knows you were there did we did we discuss the uh, the pipe bombs that were found? Oh yeah, the actual legit pipe bombs. Yeah, at the like DNC the, and the, the RNC. Fuck. Yeah, it's a uh, pretty wild. But like these Sith, the whole thing is these guys didn't think that they would be like doing this. They thought they were going to overthrow the government. They, they thought that they, that they were going to be pardoned by President Trump or whatever. And but they I would have be okay. to wonder. I have to wonder if they actually thought that. Like, did, they, did, did all, because there was like, I'm not sure how many people there, there's like several thousand, I would say, people who were there, maybe less, I have no idea. 30,000. 30, 30,000, 30, okay, yeah, several thousand. Um, did they all, they all like, I'm not going to be working Postmates next week, I'm going to be in the Capitol, I'm probably going to be a congressperson, they're probably going <laughs> to promote me to be congress, right? I might as well, I got to buy a suit, like... <laughs> I think at the very least they thought they'd be heroes of the revolution. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the sad thing is, you guys are probably right. I'm probably being way too optimistic. They probably really did think they were going to make some incredible change. <laughs> there were some people there who, there who were there to observe, and some people who were there who were less, you know, they were more squishy on the subject. But apparently, a lot of people thought this was the storm, baby. We're going to yeah. storm the Capitol. And we're going to make Trump God Emperor. Like this is the day. Yeah, and, when, and yeah, well, you show me. The, we saw those Reddit posts where people were like, "I had to tell my family that I'm I'm going to be putting boots on the ground in the Capitol, and I'm I'm not coming back till till their freedom has been restored." And I'm like, "It's gonna be really funny because all those people are going back this week." <laughs> And yeah. they didn't get much done. Or they might like coming back. We're going to jail. Oh, yeah, <laughs> there's know, several of them that'll be going to jail. There was some guy who got on the floor of the, of the, of the Congress who his ex-wife contacted the FBI and was like, I saw his picture on the internet. That's him. Yep, I got <laughs> him. Where to find him. <laughs> um, a- apparently she was like, I want to get back together, baby. Where are you at? And <laughs> he told her his location. My parents aren't home. Um, right. And then... <laughs> yeah, but the... Uh, I guess we haven't talked about so obviously one of the reasons they're there is because we're soon going to swear in the new president, Joe Biden, and they think the election was rigged. But another reason 
is that you boys over there in the state of Georgia had a, had a bit of an election of your own. We did. Uh, yeah. What happened there? Marcus, you want to talk about the Georgia election? I mean, <laughs> what what's there to talk about? We we all got up, we all voted, and uh, yeah, we got some and some Democrats in Congress. So John Ossoff Georgia. and Raphael Warnock are Raphael Warnock becoming the what the first black senator from Georgia? Yeah, um, are now senators. I think someone said from the South. That that would be incredibly impressive. Maybe it's true though. Oh, it might God. be. I can't think of one on top of my head, to be honest. That's true. Um, Oof. Uh, John Ossoff is the first Jewish senator from Georgia as well, and I believe... The first Jewish the person South. in Georgia. That's <laughs> 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 actually a much bigger distinction. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's wild how Georgia now uh, both voted blue uh, for the president and has gone blue for senators. Yeah. People are going to be fucking... I don't know what. Y'all can't say shit to us anymore. And my stupid state elected Madison Cawthorn <laughs> Who, by the way, I just found out, is in a wheelchair. Yeah, that is... That's, like... Is he, like, partially paralyzed? Because I've seen pictures of him, like, kneeling down when he was hunting, like, with his legs, like, one above the other. Is he... What's his deal? I think it was before he was in a... a oh, okay. Wow. Well... Uh, and, by the way, uh, fuck you, you disabled Nazi bitch. Yeah, Madison Cawthorn, you're... It's, he's one of those guys, where whenever I hear him talk, I'm almost like... I mean, he's so stupid. <laughs> like, almost like I almost want to like rub his head and be like, "Oh, it's so cute, Madison. You're you're being so so stupid right now." But then I also realized that he is an elected official and has actual power, and that is scary. <laughs> he also was one of the cucks uh, on the six who was saying, "Go home, don't do this." Yeah, I mean, I was I, I want, dude. Did y'all see? Did y'all see Trump's video? They got him uh, uh, suspended from Twitter. I saw both. I saw the one before and after, and they're both hilarious. Yes, the part where he says directly to the camera, he says, "We love you. You're very special. But go home." <laughs> um, yeah. I was like, "Do you think Eric Trent watches that video sometimes to, to oh. get a boost?" Oh, he's got it saved, man. That's his background. <laughs> to hear his father finally say, "We love you." Um, I find it hilarious that social media platforms that Trump has never even used were just banned. They're like, you know what? We banned him too. Just yeah. Twitch was like, we banned Trump. He's not going to be playing Among Us on Twitch anymore. Sorry. <laughs> He's done. What I love is the fact that in that video, Trump was just like, listen, you got to go home. Respect the process. We understand the election was stolen. It was stolen from us. It was the biggest deal of all time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, you, what are you? Yeah, you're sending some mixed signals there, buddy. <laughs> I mean, he, at least that's very consistent throughout his presidency. Just that's true. No yeah. idea what he's talking. And about. And then, so we did that. We banned Trump, which means we've basically abolished free speech in America, clearly. Mm-hmm. And then we went and got rid of the hottest new social media network, Parler, uh, which has been delisted from. Uh, the Apple iOS store, the Google Play store, and apparently the CEO has said that even his lawyers have dropped him as a client. <laughs> so I don't know how much longer Parler and Ted Cruz are going to be around. Dang. Are they just going to have to go back to Facebook? You know, back to the same old shit? Yeah, no, they're just going to run back to Twitter and realize that, you know, if you're, if you're trying to appease not only corporations, but also the U.S. government, you're going to have to have some form of censorship. And you can't just say insane Nazi shit as much as you want without any repercussions. So, Seth, yes. um, you know more about uh, like web design stuff than either me and Marcus. Yep, I'd say so. I wanted to talk to you I about so. Parler, or about Parler, actually. Okay. Uh, because some stuff was found out about Parler as a platform uh, mm-hmm. when this happened. Uh, so apparently people found out, and I'm, I'm trying to read the, the, the Reddit post about what went down, but it says that, um, <clears throat> they didn't, they weren't using any security authentications mm-hmm. to register users to the, to the platform. So you have to have a web uh, email address to register an account. Yeah. And then apparently they were able to get access somehow to like which accounts were admins and mods and regular users. And then they managed to get themselves an admin account by sending a reset request for one of the admin accounts. 
But since there was no email notifications, they just immediately reset the password and got access to an admin account. And from there, they flooded it with millions of fake admin accounts and handed them out like candy to everybody. Yeah. And then they found out Parler was basically saving every single thing anyone did, including Geo tagging all their posts. And they've been downloading it constantly and have been putting it up on like open websites to peruse at your leisure. And so all these guys' things they said on Parler are forever preserved, including wow. things they thought they deleted because Parler didn't actually delete them. They just changed them to a deleted status but didn't get rid of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's really funny. I'm I'm so convinced. So every time th there's like an app aimed at like conservatives, and this is completely true, every time it happens, they have some big security breach. And I'm pretty sure it's because when conservatives want to have an application built, they don't go out and like hire developers. What they do is they go on Fiverr and they find somebody who build an app for like two hundred dollars. And hey. A lot, so much credit. These people on Fiverr who deal with so much bullshit and make all these random websites and apps for basically no money. But if you buy that, you're gonna you're getting a two hundred dollar app. That's just you know that's not how much apps cost to make. And I'm a, I'm like so convinced that that's what Parler. Did. I think Parler gig economy all of its different sections, like its cybersecurity and all that stuff, especially. And that's just how they app. They just they just wanted to have an app out there where you could type stuff, anything you want, and it would be out there. They didn't want to have anything else, and they paid people almost nothing for it. And I feel like that's that's how all this happened. And they are seeing the effects of that now. And the best part to me about all this, though, is there were verified accounts on Parler. And do you know what you had to send to Parler to get a verified account? You had to send money? Among other things, a photograph of the front and back of your state driver's license. Wow. <laughs> Meaning they have access to all that now. Oh my god. Uh, somebody said they, you had to send enough information to open a bank account to Parler. Wow. So. And they felt safer doing all this rather than... Anything know, else? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, just write, do what they did on The Office for Creed. Have a Word document where you just type everything you want and then you just close it out at the end of the day. What? <laughs> That's not enough, people. I need to find my people. Oh, 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 speaking of that, Marcus, uh, one of our Congress people, Congresswoman from Georgia, Marjorie Taylor Greene, we all know as our QAnon Congresswoman, she posted on Parler, they're going to shut this thing down, so I need, you to, I need you to post for me your real name, your email address, and your phone number so I can keep in contact with you. And she got thousands of responses. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw one. It had to be a phishing post on like the uh, on Parler where someone was like, "Oh, if you went to the Capitol riots, leave, put give us your name, uh, your state you live in, and the list of crimes you you probably would have committed there, and we, we'll have them. We'll make sure you get pardoned by Trump before he leaves." And people actually <laughs> fucking responded. Yep. People actually put their name, state, and list of crimes just out there for certainly the FBI or police oh, office to have. God. But here's the thing for you boys. I, I want to get your thoughts on this. All right. What do you think? Let's assume that Congress failed to evacuate, and these these rioters come in. They take Congress hostage. They got all of them, right? All the all the ones that were there the day. Yeah. The Senate too. Who gives a fuck? They got they got Mike Pence uh, hostage. What do you think that Trump would actually do in that scenario? <laughs> like, That's, what do you think he would? Once do? again, earlier when I talked about the end game. That's another thing I think about. I'm like. Like, what do you do? Because at that point, I guess technically you've you've won. You 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 have your. But like, what do you do? Where do you do it? I guess I guess he would. I don't know, shake everybody's hand. <laughs> like, what would you do? <laughs> I mean, oh man. Okay, he'd probably he'd probably start some grand fucking Twitter bomb about oh we've done it another yeah. step for freedom and blah 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 blah. Shit, like, because if he gets any more extreme than that, then, like, his base would love it, but he'll be out of anything he could actually do. I mean, I imagine at that point, the saddest civil war in all of history would take place, <laughs> where the rest of America would have to get off of our lazy ass and go up there and kick them all out. Right. Call the National Guard, and they'll finally show up. <laughs> like, oh, well, the National oh. Guard of D.C. is under the, under the command of the president, and he refused, actually, to bring him in. <sighs> Oh, wow. Surprising. But, guys, yeah. I feel like Trump would just piss his pants and pussy out at the last second and be like, no, 
<laughs> like, or he would just like he would just like sit there and not actually say or do anything yeah. and long enough for somebody else to like show up and just shoot these people. I guess probably yeah. eventually he'd be like, I don't think he would. I don't think he could do it. Yeah, he'd be like, I, Biden, you, you, you want to come early? We can do inauguration <laughs> right here, and I'll just I'll just be on my way. I feel like for all his tough talk and his and his 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 you know big personality, he doesn't actually have it in to be a dictator. He couldn't yeah. actually be the strong man. I like I said, think. I imagine he would go around and start shaking everybody's hand, and I think he would like he would just be saying platitudes for several. <laughs> I kind of you said like I think he'd be saying empty statements for hours before someone's finally like, okay, what's next? And he's and then <laughs> he would just be like, yeah, yeah, that that's what we're. I agree, I agree. Good leadership, and that that would be at the end of it. I think I don't know. You probably just sit in the Capitol buildings like, yep, I'm I'm president forever now. Um, yeah. you know, everyone take a seat, take some souvenirs. <laughs> He'd be like the character, take the, a literal I, seat. You know the character like near the end of the movie when they realize that once they got what they wanted, they didn't really want it. That would be him. <laughs> he'd be uh, he'd be um uh fuck Mike uh, Mike Milligan at the end of Fargo season yeah, two. Yeah, exactly. That's fuck. Yeah, that's a good. Example. I actually have to do this thing now. Fuck. <laughs> But yeah, I just don't, I just don't see like I don't know what the like, like there was a lady who got maced. You see the, the, the crime lady who got maced, and she yeah. they were like, "What were you doing?" She's like, "It's a revolution," and I'm like, "It's really not." Yeah, <laughs> like, no. you didn't have a plan. No, this. Is... Oh yeah, didn't didn't that lady like actually just like wipe onion in her eyes? Yeah, <laughs> no, there's actually a, a belief on the internet that onions will counteract uh, mace and tear gas. Oh okay. This is a troll. Like, it does not. Clearly. It actually makes it worse. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I mean, no matter how you slice it, this is, you know, this is domestic terrorism. And, you know, if if this would have, have been us, take if this had been taking down a corrupt government for the right reasons, all for it. This was for very dumb reasons, <laughs> so that you can continue to have an incredibly dumb president. And probably, uh, yeah, it was dealt with, I would say, poorly. <laughs> But in the end, everyone had to go home with their tail between their legs. Yeah, it's like, they're like, oh, you'd be so happy if, you know, Antifa stormed the Capitol building. I'm like, yeah, I would. I don't <laughs> yeah. really, I'm, I'm afraid to say that. But it's just so funny to me because these people obviously know what they were doing. They had no plan. There was no, there was no end game. Like we've been talking about this whole time. It's like a dog chasing a car. They wouldn't know what the fuck to do. They caught the damn thing. You know? Yeah. It was just, it was destined to blow up. But I think it's just, like, so funny that people are calling this, like, domestic terror. I guess it is domestic. Whatever. It is. It's just, like, they didn't really accomplish much, though. Like, everyone who died but that one pig killed themselves or was killed by the police in some way. Yeah. You know? Like, it's like they accomplished so little with their time. They Oh, they broke Nancy Pelosi's office and sat in her chair. Oh, my God. Oh, actually, like, one thing that was mentioned was that a lot of stuff was stolen but one particular item that is hilarious is that someone went and stole AOC's shoes. That and is what? sadly fake. Oh, that's fake? Okay. That was a fake. Oh. oh, that would be so funny, though. That yeah. was like, so What are they going to do with her shoes? What, what do, do you think, think Marcus? Marcus? <laughs> no, <Grow> up. stupid. <laughs> no, no. You're smart enough to know what they're going to do with those fucking shoes. No. <laughs> I want to imagine though there's like a cubby hole outside where like, a, like AOC, you yeah. know, Ilhan Omar got her shoes tucked in there for some reason. Um, Marcus, you're really loving this, huh? I no, I hate it. I hate it so much. I, I, but one thing that I saw was funny. I was on TV. They were like, they were just seconds from killing the vice president, and my thought was, mm. oh no. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Somebody stop him. Oh. Yeah. The one thing that everyone there achieved. And this is a big achievement: is that they have, have to win the award for the lowest amount of self awareness in the world. Because, like I said, when that guy is over there screaming about they shot her, I can't believe it. All we were doing was breaking into the Capitol. They told us if we moved any farther, they would shoot. And then, once again, at any kind of Black Lives Matter protest, they're like, "These people, they're going too far. They, you know, they gotta, they gotta open fire or whatever." And I'm like, they kill one person in the in, in your stupid right wing cult, and you get upset. It, it's the just the, the amount of the low, 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 low amount of self awareness was hilarious. Every video was just just layered it on more and more. 
I remember at the, at, the, at the height of the George Floyd protests, I remember watching a video live stream of a, a guy standing 30 feet away from the cops and he's talking shit, right? He's just yelling like all this like, fuck you pigs or whatever. And they shoot him right in the fucking forehead with a pepper ball. Yeah. Not fatal, but still just yeah, goes to show you, you the up. difference. Yeah. And, and after this whole pseudo revolution thing, I've seen lots of uh, like Trump supporters like, oh, oh, we don't we don't support you guys no more. You know, oh. blue lives don't matter anymore. I'm just like, well, what a, what a shock. You and didn't fucking care biggest in the first news place. of all of it is that Colin Powell is no longer a Republican. He's finally, finally, <laughs> finally, it was too much. We we've we've been waiting for Colin to come over to the the blue side for a while. We finally got Colin Powell, the architect of the, a million deaths in Iraq. Great. Yep. Love um, it. And people are like I, calling for impeachment and all this. And I'm like, it's nothing. Even Bernie Sanders is like, oh, it sets a precedent. And I'm like, it's, what is it? going? First of all, the man's already been impeached. We, you guys have proven that the word impeachment means nothing. So Impeached but not convicted. Exactly. So he's impeached. Who gives a shit? He's going to be out of office soon. What? I don't care anymore. This was a sad, sad, stupid day in American history that we're going to have to write about forever. <laughs> we should just get just get him out of office and don't fucking worry about him anymore. It is just going to... I promise you the first year, not even... The first three years of Biden's presidency, presidency are going to be about how bad Trump was. That's all it's yeah. going to be about. Yeah. Probably all four years, honestly. I will say, by the way, I, I just got reminded of one of the greatest campaign ads that has ever existed, which was David Perdue talking about how totally exonerated, no wrongdoing. Yeah. Great. <laughs> really selling me there, David. Love to know that. Mr. Charisma over here. Uh, but yeah, I think the impeaching Trump thing, the whole plan there is they want to keep Trump from running again in 2024. And if you're uh. impeached and convicted, you can't run again, which you probably would, to be honest. Um, and he'd probably win <laughs> again for the Republicans, at least. I don't know if you win another another uh, general, but uh, I thought you were gonna yeah. say he'd win Democrat seat this time. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna pivot real hard. Do, do uh, Donald Trump runs as a Democrat, primaries Joe Biden, becomes president in twenty twenty four. The only person to ever serve two consecutive or two terms as different as parties. different sides. How incredible would it be? That's my yeah. new. That's my new dark horse scenario. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if I trusted the uh, legal system, especially at the executive level, to move fast enough to where he could be impeached and convicted, you know, in a reasonable amount of time, I'd be like, sure, go for it. But I feel like it's just going to be something that doesn't move forever. By the time he would even get convicted, he'd probably be able to run for president again. Oh, Jim Clyburn's already said they're going to wait until after Biden's first hundred days to do it. Wow. Why? Like, if they start it now, by the 100 days, it might be done. Because apparently if you do it now, it's going to clog up the uh, Biden's uh, uh, aggressive uh, agenda he's going to have in his first 100 days. Oh, oh right. Yeah. He's going to go ahead and, down. He's gonna go ahead and uh, put all those hefty income taxes on all these, all these hardworking Americans. And then yeah. I guess that's going to be the, what, they, what they ride out for the rest of his term. Guys, I was just thinking a minute ago, Seth, you said something about we had the saddest civil war in history. And I just thought to myself, imagine going and fighting a civil war to put Joe Biden That's as what I'm president. Saying. <laughs> I'm saying, first of all, you guys are fighting to keep Donald Trump as president. And the, the you know, rest of us are just clamoring, apparently, for Joe Biden to be president. And I'm like... What is there is we're not neither nobody's standing for anything here. What what is the point of any of this? Can you imagine like going to DC to fight on behalf or not even no no this 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 is all that let's say you were just in DC and you were shot by a chud in the Civil War and they were like yeah fuck you Joe Biden after killing you yeah what a horrible way to die <laughs> what a truly ignoble death also I just thought about this I was talking about tax plans I thought of a new tax plan. Oh. I was, for a while, I said we should tax billionaires at 95%. And I thought of a new one. Now that Elon Musk is the wealthiest man in the world, based entirely on faith, by the way, in Tesla stock, I think that billionaires should be taxed and get, hear me out at 110%. <laughs> You're on to something. 
I think when you have your coffers that stacked, you can you can uh, pay some reparations at ten percent ten percent extra of of your yearly income. I think. So that's my new tax plan. Is one hundred and ten percent on the wealthy. <laughs> yeah, I could do that. So, the I'll fact that there. Tesla is, guys, what is going on? Yeah, here's the thing. When I, when it, for a while, when Jeff Bezos was the richest man in the world, I like even though I you know obviously think that's the awful thing. I understood it. I'm like, people use Amazon every fucking second, every fucking day. Everyone. It doesn't right. matter. Low income, wealthy, it doesn't matter. Everyone fucking uses Amazon. And if you're not using Amazon directly, you're using a service that Amazon provides probably. They're the, one of the most pervasive companies in the history of the nation, in the world. Elon Musk has one company that makes money, which is Tesla. It makes money in quotes because its stock just goes up and up and up even though they've sold less cars than ever. But their stock keeps going up somehow. He has SpaceX, which was not going to make money for a very long time, if it ever does. And then he has like some, he's like, you know, the boring company, all these random, all this random shit he's doing that once again, don't make any money. So the fact that something is, something's going on with Tesla stock. I, I feel like in a couple of years, we're going to be watching documentaries about the biggest financial crime ever, where the Tesla stock was made to be out, be made worth, oh my God, worth more than it actually is. And uh, Elon Musk will hopefully be in prison for the rest of his life. Well, I don't think it's going to be that dark because lots of uh, large companies have side gigs that actually make their money. Like McDonald's, for instance. Mm -hmm. Those burgers don't get the money. They're selling them for a dollar a pop. (laughs) Um, They get their money through real estate. Mm -hmm. So, like, when you open a, a franchise with McDonald's, (laughs) <laughs> oddly enough they tell you where they're gonna build that mcdonald's because it's on land they own yeah and there's some other shit blah 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 but yeah that's their money maker elon's probably have something like that yeah i don't know if that's the scenario here. <laughs> no the only reason that he makes money because it's not actually like the reason he makes money is because he owns so much that tesla stock and tesla stock is so highly valued and the reason it's highly valued is because everyone thinks t- that, that Elon Musk is fucking Tony Stark or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's projected this aura of genius. And the, and they they have still continue to lose money every single year. Like, Tesla never makes money. And the only money they do make is off, sell their car, is off selling carbon credits to people like Ford and GM. Which, by yeah. the way, Tesla has is, is more valuable than Ford, GM, Toyota, Mitsubishi, BMW, yeah. every single other car company put together Cars is not as valuable. Yes! <laughs> um, How many Teslas do you fucking see every day? I've seen zero. And I think we've been talking about this probably since the very beginning of the Elenio's podcast. I think Elon Musk has always been a topic because of just how fucking awful he is. But I, every time I see an article that's supposed to be like praising him, I wish, I, I wish we could just demystify Elon Musk for the masses. Cause I, you showed us an article that's like Elon Musk went from being bullied in school to being the richest man in the world. And it's like, sure. Maybe he was bullied, he probably deserved it because he's a fucking weirdo. But second of all, it doesn't matter if he got bullied. He has been wealthy his whole life. If Elon Musk never had a job, he would still be a very well-off person because his family owned emerald mines. Like yes. he's never been, he's never been on the back back foot anyway. If he got bullied, good for the bully. <laughs> like I want to <laughs> meet that guy. But. I don't know. We I really wish we could just demystify this for everyone because people don't care. They will they will listen to the stories of him being Tony Stark and him being the coolest guy and loving memes and smoking weed with Joe Rogan in the <laughs> weirdest way anyone's ever smoked weed, by the way. But that's besides the point. But they will yeah. never listen to the straight up facts that he's had a silver spoon in his mouth his whole life and that all of his companies are completely fake. It makes me so mad. It's, dude, it's literally, again, to bring it back to Georgia politics, it's just like Kelly Leffler and her ads about how she had leg braces and an eye patch when she was a kid. <laughs> Fuck you! you were, your parents were millionaires! No one gave a shit! Which, by the way, are, is that supposed to be like... Is it like is you supposed to not be able to do, like, be a congressperson because you had no... Seth, she, oh, she was made fun of other kids. 
Yeah, she's trying to be relatable. Why does it, why do people don't realize everyone was made fun of as a kid? Even the kids who made fun of kids were getting made fun of by other kids. Okay, mm-hmm. so that that does not make you special in any way. Everyone gets made fun of, except Marcus. I'm sure Marcus was the coolest guy his whole life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everyone gets made fun of. So that is not any way. That's not like you overcame anything. You went to school every day, like you were legally mandated to. Like mm-hmm. there's no. There's no, there's nothing cool about that. There's nothing, there's nothing you're getting over with that. So all those ads are complete bullshit. Like I don't care if you were bullied in school. Also, I just want to say, I know that it wasn't, it wasn't Leffler versus Osoff, but it was all part, really part of the same big race. Do you seriously think that Osoff didn't get bullied more than Leffler? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> for obviously. In 2012. John Ossoff tweeted at the Pitchfork account that he was excited for their new Imagine Dragons album review. Yeah, which is like saying that your <laughs> favorite milk is skim, you know? Oh, and he's God. a senator now. <laughs> yeah. He made it. That's not saying, hey, have you guys seen that movie Finding Nemo? It's pretty good. I'm, oh, I'm surprised. It was a really cute tale. It's like everyone's seen that movie. God, he's a really good. He's a really good band, the Beatles. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> let me tell you. You know a show I really love. What's really great? Was ever heard of The Office? Yes. Oh, oh get let's get Peacock guys. We can watch The Office finally. <laughs> Isn't it funny I, that we've that there's a whole streaming service made by one of the biggest uh, commercial companies in the world. NBC, and they are selling it entirely on the fact that you can watch a show from 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) They are not advertising original programming or any new current running shows. They are advertising you get to watch The Office like you've been doing forever, and you never have to stop if you come over to Peacock. (laughs) Dude, did you actually see their pricing uh, scheme for it? There's like one version that has ads or whatever. Uh-huh. There's one version that doesn't have ads, and there's one version that doesn't have ads and has extra no ads. I can't remember what it has. <laughs> it's actually tiered by how many seasons of The Office you get. What? <laughs> the lowest one is just seasons one through four of The Office, which, to be fair, are probably some of the better seasons of the show. Yeah. Uh, the second tier is like all of The Office, and the third tier is all of The Office and all of The Office's uh, extras. Oh yeah, and, that, and that's wow. it, we're saying about the office. They do the other shows too, like Parks and Rec, for example. Like on the free version, you get like the first two seasons or something. That's like how they're how they're trying to get people in, and it still has ads. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the other thing they're selling it on is they've made this version of the office called like the Ultimate Fan Edition, where the episodes include all the deleted scenes and like extra cold opens and stuff. And I'm like, man, you. It's just, it, you know, I mean, I love The Office. I, I was one of the people who watched it all the time. I had, always had it on in the background, which was kind of my thing. But I'm, I'm not paying, like, 10 to $15 a month just for The Office. I'll, I'll, I'll get that from the high seas if I have to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I agree. So, yeah. Um, I think Peacock is one of the... We, we weren't talking about Peacock, Peacock, but I just think it's one of the stupidest no. ideas ever for a streaming platform. And I honestly hope they fail and they have to tuck their tail and send stuff over to Hulu and Netflix because... Yeah, they are pretty so, late in the game. It's so dumb. Like, it's like the, the thing, we talk about it so much, about capitalism, where it's like someone does something successful, so you have to do that thing too. But by the time you do it, you fail. It's the same thing with MOBAs, why things like League of Legends and Dota 2 are always going to be more played than the hundred of other MOBAs that came out. They were there first, and they figured it out before you. Streaming services, they should have just been like, okay, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, they figured it out. We'll license out our content. We'll make, them, we'll make them pay for it, but we'll do something else. Because at this point, I'm not paying money. I'm not paying for CBS All Access. I don't care. I'm not paying for stars. I'm not going to pay for Peacock. There's so many things that are so stupid. Why would I pay for them? So, yeah, I, at, at this point, it's where it's back to cable. Like, now you're paying $10 a month just to watch NBC. And if you have cable, NBC is, like, proportionally, like, $2 out of your, what you're paying every month. It's insane. Yeah. 
I will say that crazily enough, the, the the one like streaming service right now I've come to appreciate as actually worth getting, I guess, is Marcus. You're 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 on this as well. I assume Crunchyroll. Uh oh. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Crunchyroll. Because that shit you can't get anywhere else. Exactly. Crunchyroll is one of the biggest successes because it does one thing. It does it really well. And that's all it has to do. It does it. It does it. And it serves a huge community. You you mean people are not like oh I'm an NBC fan. I just I love I just love NBC <laughs> programming. But you meet someone like Marcus and they're like I love anime. And yes. if you can see if you can serve that community and do it because like I watched Crunchyroll back in like 2014 and I'm sure they've made it better since then. And it was a pretty good experience back then. Just watching shit for free. I watched like. Kill a kill for free on there, and I don't. Nice. I, and yeah, and and the video player was good. Something that no streaming service does. Only Netflix has a good video player. Everyone yeah. else's sucks. Crunchyroll <laughs> had a pretty good one. I gotta say. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's why Crunchyroll works. They ha- they I'm gonna say they have a community and they do it well. If somebody ever t- says to you, "I'm an NBC fan," kill them because that's a god person. That's yeah. not a real human being. That is, that's an alien. That's like the subway from Community. How they like made a person to be marketed. <laughs> that's what they'd be like. Ah, hi, I am. I'm NBC. That, that's legally my name. I'm, I'm actually NBC. Uh, that will be extremely terrifying to find the one guy who's like, "I'm an, I'm just an NBC fan." Yeah. Whatever so, they hey, make, I'm into it. You're like, oh, did you watch anything good this weekend? And some guy's like, yeah. I'm, I'm a CBS All Access guy. I'm watching everything CBS puts out. Let me tell you. You seen Young Sheldon? Whew. <laughs> Man, season two. That's what it picks up. And I'm like, is it, this is guy it really needs to be in prison. Seasons in? It's gotta be I, have, at least I have no idea. I think it's like four, three or five. Four. Um, what happens when the kid gets too old? Are you going to kill him and get another one? <laughs> <laughs> no, then they'll just have Sheldon come in. Do you think and there's a young Sheldon? Sheldon? Do you think there's a young Sheldon clone cooking somewhere out there? Oh. Nah, that's too expensive. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn, Marcus is actually right. That's not capitalism works. Let's cancel the show and make a new thing. Exactly. Right. Young Leonard. Oh. Wow. I don't think he's popular enough. The fact that I th- I thought of Leonard from Community before I thought of Leonard from <laughs> Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Which, Young Leonard from Community, that's a show I would watch. Now you're talking. So speaking of of shows we, that, that yes. we're watching, and I guess also of anime, I recently rewatched... The classic Neon Genesis Evangelion, uh, which is, uh, like I said, it's classic. It's fucking, it's incredible how much of a debt anime owes to this show. Like, so yeah. much of what is standard was created by this whole thing. It's also uh, depression level 1000 to watch this <laughs> oh, thing. It's yeah. insane. And I also um, watched uh, the end of Evangelion uh, movie, which is really just two 45-minute episodes of anime mashed together with a legit ass. There's a credit sequence in the middle of the movie. Like, they didn't even try to hide it. And it also ends with, like, a shot, I guess, of the audience watching the movie or a version of this. It, it goes weird places. And it's just a big fuck you to everyone who liked Evangelion. But I enjoy it because it's, it's yeah. like, yes. So Sometimes you deserve Evangelion was made back like right after the original Evangelion ran. Ninety eight, yeah. The new the new movies, the even whatever they're called, rebuild, rebuild, um, are made like uh, post two thousand what five seven or six, was the seven. first one. Um, yeah, those are great. Probably, I mean, I mean my favorite anime of all time was like Gurren Lagann and One Punch Man. But if we're including like movies and shit like from anime, go- the go- the Ghost in the Shell, the um, Neon Genesis Evangelion movies are pretty far up there. I think they're really fucking good, <laughs> and I kind of and I, I, I I'm glad because it's supposed to be like like a better version of the show, basically. So I've already watched the show, you know. You should watch the show though. The show. I really movies. should. I really should. <laughs> I've heard a lot of good it's things. It's crazy. Well, the movies yes, are uh, supposedly a remake, but some people think they're actually a sequel. Whoa, dude. Which I agree. <laughs> I've seen um, the evidence and I agree with it. Okay. You should definitely give uh, Mob Psycho 100 a shot. I want to. Because yes. it's, it's the One Punch Man guy, right? Who does that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I literally wa- I watched like part of episode four with a friend one time because he was watching it and I was just over. And it looked pretty funny, so I, I should definitely check that one out. Um, oh, yeah. It's definitely like slower than One Punch Man, but yeah. man, it, it's got some insane highs. Yeah, I should probably finish 
Kill a Kill because I never actually finished it. And, <gasps> and that's made by Gurren Lagann, which is the all-time, the goat of, of anime. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, should, I should probably uh, finish that one up, too. I think I'm gonna watch. Uh, I'm gonna watch One Piece next. Knock it out in like a week or so. <laughs> you oh, Marcus, do you want to tell him? <laughs> You'll be dead before One Piece ends. Well, I don't want to end it. I just want to. I just want to catch up to where it's at right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, and what you should do is you should also read the manga alongside it. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that's also a pretty bre- breezy read as well. Yeah, <laughs> easy. You can report back to us next week with with your findings. No. On yeah. the entire run. <laughs> Two hundred episodes in. <laughs> Week two hundred episodes in, and you're you're not even cresting the the fifty percent mark. No. What's really funny is uh, the longest thing I ever watched in terms of anime before was um, now Marcus will remember this 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 time in my life when I watched the show uh, Eureka Seven. Yeah. <laughs> because Marcus recommended it to me uh, back in college because he was like, "Oh, you liked uh, you liked uh, Evangelion? This is a giant robot show too." He lied, but. <laughs> I, I, I torrented the whole thing back in the day, and then I got really sick with the flu and spent a week watching all 50 episodes, and I hated it. I hated the show. I hated my life. I hated the world around me at that point. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. And I blame Marcus for this experience. I mean, that's fair. I, I did do that to you, and I'm not sorry, because Renton's a piece of shit. Were you trolling me? Is that what was happening? Were you trying to make me mad? <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. So I'm glad it works so well. I have a piece of trivia for you guys. Before mm-hmm. we do it, though, I need to know, Marcus, how much do you know about Frasier? Uh, beginner level Frasier. But you understand that, like, Frasier was a show, and right. it's ba- the character is from the show Cheers. It's like a spinoff of Cheers. Oh, I did know that. But okay. okay, so... I want to ask you, without looking it up, how many episodes of television has Kelsey Grammer played Fraser Crane in? Oh, God. How many so, episodes? Fraser went for like eight seasons, right? Fraser went for 11 seasons. Holy oh. shit. Uh, Cheers, also 11 seasons, by the way. <laughs> well, I know he left Cheers. He, he didn't come into the third season of Cheers, and he left like in the ninth season. Mm-hmm. So... Probably, I'm going to say, roughly 210? 210. Marcus, do you have a guess? We're talking episodes. Episodes of television, yes. I'm going to go more. Okay. Around, like, 275. Okay. So you guys know, there are 274 episodes of Frasier. Oh, shit. He is in... He he played Frasier Crane on 474 <laughs> episodes of television. He was on 202 of Cheers and all 274 of the titular Frasier. Dang it. He oh, played Frasier Crane on television for 22 straight years. God damn. Good fucking God. Yeah. Imagine what that dude's bank account looks like. <laughs> so, yeah. I can't even imagine. I guess I forgot that back in the day, seasons of television were 22, or 22 episodes. episodes. Yeah. So he did 11 oh, seasons man. of a 22 episode show where he's the star and then also happened to be on, you know, a breezy 200 of another 11 season show. He said 22 straight years? Yeah, basically. Because he was on, he did Cheers. He was technically on Cheers for like 10 years. He was on Frasier for between, because of like season breaks and stuff, like 12, 13. So yeah, somewhere in there, a little over 20 years of playing Frasier Crane. So, you know. And also, the reason I bring this up is I've been rewatching Frasier, and I'm going to go ahead and throw my my ring in there. It's the best multi-camera sitcom of all time. Mm. I don't think anything's better. And I've never even watched Cheers. I, lo- I, I love Frasier solely based on the fact that it is amazing, and I don't have any kind of prior attachment to it. <laughs> I've watched the first two seasons of Cheers. Yeah? It's extremely old. I mean, yeah, that's one of my problems, is it just seems... I'm sure I'd probably enjoy it, but that's 11 seasons <laughs> I gotta commit to. Yeah, I've only heard the theme song to well, Cheers. Yeah, everyone knows that. Everyone knows your name. <laughs> yeah. Was, um... Ah, oh, Frank, was Becker also a spinoff from Cheers? I think, no, because... Well, Becker was a spinoff of 
Wings? I can't remember. I think it was a spinoff. <laughs> wait, well, is Ted Danson is Becker, right? Right. Oh, wait, no. Ted Danson is Becker. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah, no. Then no. it can't be because he plays no, no, the main no, character. He's the main character on Cheers. Mr. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. He plays. He plays John Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> John Cheers. Uh, I think Wings is a whole separate universe from, from Cheers. Well, the thing, the thing about Wings is it's loosely connected because Frasier's original wife, or I guess technically the third time he got married, Lilith, who's like his ex-wife on Frasier, she is on one episode of Wings playing Dr. Lilith Frasier. Or oh, F- Frasier. <laughs> Crane. So those universes, Frasier, yeah. those universes are connected. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Seth, you're onto something. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Also, you talk about Ted Danson. I'm pretty sure that Ted Danson played a leading role on a mainstream television show. For almost thirty straight years on television, between he went, he did Cheers, and then he did stuff like Becker, and he did he's on NCIS. He did it for like ten seasons. So yeah, right, he right. was a pretty unstoppable guy. I um, mean, you can't stop him now. He's got what is it? The good, the, the good, good place, the good guys, and Mr. Yeah. Mayor. Mr. Mayor, he is Mr. That's, Mayor. That's brand freaking new. <laughs> yeah, no, he's uh, yeah. So Becker was one hundred and twenty nine episodes. God damn, Becker. People <laughs> oh, fucking loved Becker, apparently. He did. I mean, Becker was pretty funny. He did 270 <laughs> of Cheers. He's on one of Frasier. I mean, this is this is insane. He's on Damages for 23 episodes, apparently. <laughs> Good God. Oh, CSI, he did 84. Fargo. CSI Cyber, he's on for 18 oh. episodes. Oh my! He's wait. He's eighteen computer. episodes of Cyber. Apparently, he was he just real. A... I feel like he filmed scenes for like two hours, and they just spliced him in a different episode. <laughs> if you told me that Ted Danson was in CSI Cyber for eighteen seconds, I wouldn't believe yeah. you. There's probably, there's probably <laughs> shots of like him like at a computer, like getting an email and being like, <laughs> "We just got a digest from," and then they have a Ted versus and a personator come in and say the words. <laughs> like yeah. he's just behind the monitor. <laughs> um. That's what I imagine. And they just put that in 18 episodes so they can look legit. I don't know if it was CSI Cyber or a different CSI show, but the part where the hacking scene is happening and two people are typing on the same keyboard (laughs) to increase their (laughs) hacking power. Yeah. And then the the main guy comes in and saves their asses by just unplugging the machine. I'm like... These guys really thought they knew. They they were like, man, computers are stupid. Yeah, they're like, we got this shit figured out. It's easy. <laughs> oh, my God. Ted dancing. I love that, man. He's, Put on he's, your dancing shoes. He's got more money than God. Uh, uh, sure. uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, he's loaded it by now. Remember, remember, he, remember he did Blackface? Yeah, and we're all cool. We're all cool with it because he was dating Wiffy Goldberg for some reason. No Marcus way. looks de- destroyed. And Marcus, don't, you don't know don't, about this? I don't believe it. No. no. Not Mr. Mayor. No, not Mr. Mayor. Wow, I'm, well, I'm he, looking up Ted Danson blackface and it says Ted Danson black wife. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh man. But yeah, he says that Whoopi Goldberg was the one who came up with the idea and said, thought, thought it would be funny. He so I guess it's okay that, then. I'm sure. I, I, I don't Oof. know. I'll, I'll drop a quick pick in there for you, Marcus. So oh, you God. Know. I don't. Oh, no. I don't. Mm. Oh, no. Mm. Looks like he smeared a shit on his face. What the fuck? He looks yeah. like uh, uh, Sterling when he did blackface in Mad Men. <laughs> God. Oh, man. What is. What a, what a revelation right there. Uh, remember when people, it just what a strange role it used to be where you could just do blackface and people go, oh, that's a funny joke. Yeah, and like the actor, Don Johnson, who's in like Knives Out and uh, Watchmen, mm-hmm. he, he married Melanie Griffith when she was 14 and he was 22. <laughs> and no one talks about that. How about Jerry Seinfeld's 17-year-old girlfriend back in the yeah, day? Yeah, we all just brushed under the rug. <laughs> It's it's weird uh, who who gets. The I guess if you have enough it. money, you can get away with it. And Cherry Seinfeld is one of those guys who has he's up there with Ted Danson, honestly. When, when the, he's made off of royalties, 
he's got to have more, right? Because he's like credited as like writer of a bunch of fucking yeah. side and episodes he also and producer. Wow, this is as a stand up comedy career before he did any of that. So yeah, he's uh, yeah. And Netflix, as they always do, they paid him like two hundred million dollars so he'd do specials and. They're going to have the rights to Seinfeld, I think, by the end of this year. And all the comedians and cars getting coffee. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he's got it. Whatever. I guess we just, I don't care when those guys do anything wrong. But yeah, the, the Don Johnson thing has all, just blown my mind when I found that out. That he, he married her when she was 14 and he was 22. And then they got divorced and married again when she was like 18 or 19. Um mm-hmm. So, because I guess halfway through he realized, oh wait, maybe I can't do this. I remember Elvis Presley dated a fourteen-year-old at one point. Which, yeah. what do you, how do you date a fourteen-year-old? You go into the fucking the ice cream store with him? What the fuck yeah, are you doing? Plus, like he does, like he like toured the country. What was he just like sending letters? Because he didn't have texts back then. What are you doing? They're not coming with you. I don't know. The world was crazy place. It still is, but the world was really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the, the, Errol Flynn had a child slave bride they took from a Polynesian island. Like, yeah. dude, we, we really let that guy go. Specific. Yeah, it was back in the day. You could do whatever. Apparently, no one gave a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, who's this? Oh, this is my my fourteen year old uh, bride that I took from oh, an unnamed oh, oh, island. Oh, nice to meet you. Hi, I'm Ted Danson. Um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not actually black. This is just just paint. But hey. I can understand the confusion. You're here at Whoopi no. Goldberg's roast. I get it. Um, I just remember Errol Flynn's diaries that I, that I heard someone read one time where he described his wife that she came out and he was so attracted to her naked breasts. This 14-year-old girl's naked breasts. He couldn't get enough of them. And I'm just like, God damn, people are weird and evil. Yeah, yeah vile. <laughs> Putrid. Yeah. Well, it was a downer oh, ending. That's a great one. Hey, what? <laughs> All right, let's let's do the roundup, Marcus. What you and how's Genshin Impact going? Have you been playing anything else? Um, nope. <laughs> Genshin's taking my money, and I don't regret it. Nice. How many hours a week do you think you put into Genshin? <laughs> Too many. Okay. How many waifus per hour have you acquired? Well, <laughs> if you want to get technical, <laughs> we do. Uh-huh. Uh, it's really about two, two an hour. So yeah, yeah, two waifus an hour. Are, yeah, some of them are redundant, but that makes the original stronger. So. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Ah, they sure do. Gotcha, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Ass fucking money, Marcus. Yeah. Jesus. Smith, how about you? Damn playing anything do. that you find interesting? Uh, playing Dusk. Uh, going nice. through that game, pretty fun retro FPS. Uh, I just love how it's just like straight up, like we're just gonna just fuck it. I don't care how you pick up another uh, shotgun. Guess what? Now you have two shotguns. Yep. And Switch. you shoot two shotguns when you shoot the guns. <laughs> you're sliding, you're jumping, you're killing backwoods cultists and eventually Cthulhu monsters. It's great. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I highly recommend it if you if y'all if, if you will like retro FPSs. It's very fun. Nice, nice. Thank you. Um. I myself have rounded out, um, as of now, rounded out my adventure into playing difficult games, things that usually turn me off, by playing Enter the Gungeon, which is a roguelike. Um, There's no debate about it. Enter the Gungeon is a roguelike, (laughs) and it is very difficult. And it's very fun, though. It's it's incredible style. It's... um, the idea is that everything in that world is guns. Like, you pay for stuff with bullets. Your heart... Your like your hearts, your lives are two bullets put crosswise so they look like a heart. So whenever you aren't lose you half also, a heart, it's like one bullet. Aren't you also shooting enemies that are bullets? Yeah, your enemies are bullets, <laughs> and you can even find guns that shoot guns that shoot bullets. <laughs> I found a gun the other day that it was a shotgun that shot shotguns, and when those shotguns landed, they would shoot. So yeah, and there's one, there's a gun that's just, it's literally just a lowercase r, and it shoots out the word blang, bang, 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 bang. It's it's incredibly designed, it has such a good sense of humor, and yeah, it's difficult as hell, and I love it. It's making me want to try more roguelikes, including one that was gifted to me by fellow host Marcus, Slay the Spire. So... uh, Yeah, I might might do some more roguelikes this year. Might be a a good experiment to go for. You know, Seth, this whole talk of guns that fire guns, 
uh, I, I have been reading this incredibly long and incredibly detailed web page about what uh, future warfare will be like in space. Um, and one thing they came up with, and it's just, you, you said you've just set it off in my brain. I've, I've read like maybe 20 pages about this thing so far. Yeah. Is this thing called the Cassaba Howitzer, which they, that they were going to use on Earth, uh, but said, actually, you know what? No, maybe not. Because what it is, is it's a nuclear bomb with a shaped charge. Now, you're, you may be asking yourself, wait, how do you, what does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know what that is. Well, a shaped charge in explosives is a bomb that is constructed in a way so that most of the force goes in one direction, right? We use it to pierce armor yeah. on tanks. Now, imagine that, but with a nuke. And so what it will okay. create, essentially, is a, a death laser yeah, a of nuclear energy. shoots the most dangerous thing in the world. That would fire at... Uh, incredibly fast speeds and annihilate everything in its path by, by hitting it with molten slag from the shape part. Um, in space, this is good because nukes really can't do much in space. They can only affect a couple of kilometers and dis distances are so vast in space. That you, they can't explode either. There's no explosion in space from a nuke. It'll mostly be the, like, the irradiation. So this is an idea of how to make nukes work. But what it is is they would fire the shape charge out of a cannon and then it would go and explode and create the death laser to take out your, your enemies. So and, it's a gun uh, and a gun. It is a gun that fires a gun that then fires and kills your enemies. <laughs> and I was reading it and they were like, so one of the downsides of this is uh, if you're using this, you've kind of abandoned any idea of, of, uh, of, <laughs> of like capturing anything. Yeah. You're just going to destroy reconciliation in, in any way. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is the weapon that you would use if you just want, if you say fuck everybody else, I don't care yeah. anymore. It's like dropping an asteroid on a planet. You, just, you don't care about it anymore. So, I just like the idea that these guys have sat there and thought to themselves, man, how can we kill people in space? A place we haven't even really gotten to yet yeah. in any real capacity. But how are we going to kill folks once we get there? Yeah, imagine they're got there. Prepared. Imagine these guys are just like accountants and they're all sitting in their room and their <laughs> boss comes in like, what the fuck are you doing? Do your job. Why are you thinking about space guns? Fuck. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that's a, that's a fun little thing. Um, I don't know, anything else? Y'all got anything else for the, the, the good of the cause? No, I think we, we talked about the, the dumb insurrection, have you? The the Democrat victory in Georgia, and then all the bullshit we normally talk about. So I think we, we covered it. Uh -oh. I got one more thing before we go. Go ahead. Uh, after the attack on the Capitol, Joe Biden did go on TV and say uh, that we need a strong Republican Party in this country. Yeah. You know, good opposition. To go Which just goes to prove how weak the Democratic Party is. Because there aren't <laughs> Republicans during this whole presidency who were like, oh, no, I want I want strong competitors. No, Republican, if you're, you want an easy win, you don't want any kind of uh, opposition. There has not been a single Republican that has ever said we want a strong Democratic Party. Exactly. Never happened. So, yeah. Uh, pretty weak sauce from Joe Biden, which is, you know, what we've come to expect. Marcus, you have any other grid and any thoughts? Man, there's so much shit. I, I'm just, I just want to chill this year. <laughs> so yeah. relax. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Not, not have more like monthly disasters, but I know it's coming. So buckle yeah. up, everybody. Prepare so. your anus. Yeah, that'll be interesting. As I used to say uh, on the internet. <clears throat> so. Uh, this has been the Lenials Podcast. I am a Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find me on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and streaming on Twitch Tuesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays at Part Time Pretzel. All one word. And I'm Marcus. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. Also do art for this podcast. Our theme song was made by Ben Powell. Um, he has his own podcast called Southern Smat. I don't want to talk about wrestling and they're from the South. If that sounds interesting, go check it out. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him get under it. Fuck Peacock. <laughs> uh, fuck Joe Biden, because fuck. Nice, nice, finally. Um, <laughs> we have stopped trying to solve our problems, and are trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's it. We podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.